0: What's happening, to my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Today, once again, I am joined by my coaching client, Aaron Sanchez, who just finished up his cutting phase last week. Now we're gonna talk about setting goals after a cutting phase, what comes next? Really setting yourself up for long-term success to continue to improve your physique, your health, your overall life, really gaining the most out of this Jacked After 40 lifestyle. Hope you enjoy this podcast if you do, please do us a favor and smash that thumbs up button. We'd really appreciate it. We'd love to hear from you down in the comment section below. So share your thoughts, share your insights, share any questions that you may have. Enjoy the podcast. All right, Aaron, my brother, we are going to be talking about goals right now. And I think uh, the biggest challenge I see a lot of our fellow men over 40 make, like setting fat loss goals seems to be Easy. It's like it's it's measurable. It's a lot easier to measure progress there. It's like, all right, I know I've got to drop 20 pounds. If I drop a pound and a half a week, it'll take me like 12 weeks. Um, it's easy to find kind of follow a timeline and see progress as we're going along. But I find that like a lot of people struggle when they hit that goal. They're like, All right, what what's next? Like, what do I do next? Do I get into bulking and building? And at our stage in the game. Over forty, we've been lifting for decades. Muscle gains come at a very slow pace, so it's like trying to measure progress gets to be a challenge, and it can be it can be tough on on people to uh, to really stay motivated, to stay enthused. So, I want to kind of share some of the goals that we're aiming for, how we approach. Goal setting at this point, this stage in the game. After we've achieved our fat loss goals, um, I think I'll start off here. I'll share some of my goals, and I'll let you kind of carry on. I think we're gonna have a fun discussion. Nothing we've really kind of talked about before. I'm gonna be interested to hear what some of your goals are, uh, what drives you, and again, more than anything, like the reasons behind uh, achieving those goals as well. So for myself personally, uh, like my goal: get lean, stay lean. Um, I've kind of found my sweet spot. It's like really taken me probably 10 years to get to this point, the going through the 30 pounds of gaining, then dropping down to find I gained one pound, then, all right, that's a lot. Maybe I'll just gain 20 pounds this time, cut and get right back down to, I gained a pound of muscle again. So now I'm at the point where I found that my sweet spot is probably like after the past two years, gaining eight to 10 pounds is good um, again, I'm still only gaining one pound of muscle during that process. I'm just finding like the closer I stay to maintenance, the better I am, uh, in regards of how I feel. So probably sticking within four to five pounds that I gained throughout this year. I know it sounds ridiculous. And and again, it's going to be like super slow and steady, but, uh, that's it's for me. It's all about feeling my best, living my life to the fullest Um, And that encompasses a lot. It's really for me, the growth like goals I have is, is just becoming even more and more intuitive with my eating. I don't track my calories all the time. I only track when I'm in like a two to four week mini cut and want to make sure I'm diligent with that. But most of the year I'm not tracking my calories. I just want to listen to my my body. I kind of know. I've been eating this way for so long. It's just a natural it's not it's just a natural way of being, but I want it when I want to have a craft beer, I'm going to have a craft beer. I'm not going to worry about it and I know if I'm going to have cheesecake today, I'm going to enjoy that cheesecake and tomorrow I'm going to eat a little bit less and not worry about it, not stress about it. So part of my goals is just to become more and more intuitive, always improving the quality of my nutrition. I'm really having fun. Like it's great to um, now getting some some farm raised eggs and, and just looking at, at better quality nutrition, more veggies in my diet, little things like that. Um, but again, like my overall quality of life, my overall health and well-being, a lot of that goes beyond the training goals. It goes beyond the nutrition. It goes beyond the gaining one pound of muscle. It's just like living my life to full. it's like doing, Doing more and more of what brings joy to my life, like getting out and paddleboarding later today, um, getting out for hikes, getting out for adventures, exploring, seeing more of the world. And and part of that, getting, like taking care of my health, staying lean helps me enjoy those things a lot more. I find at this stage of the game, definitely mobility is an yeah. issue. So <laughs> mobility is something that I really, that's a big goal in, in my mind, it's something that I always kind of put on the back burner. It's easy to prioritize my nutrition and my training, um, my hiking adventures, but like mobility, I'm like, eh, I'm okay. I'm doing all right, but I can feel it. I can feel some tightnesses there. Even, even with my nightly self-massage routine, I know I can, uh, improve upon that, but I find like more than anything, like my goals are they're less tangible (laughs) than they ever were before. Like, especially when it's focused on fat loss before it's more just process oriented. I'm more just looking at the day by day stuff, like really being in the moment and giving the best of myself to the moment. So it's, it's changed in many ways. I find like that, that excites me more because I'm looking for the little mini victories each day. I'm celebrating all the little things each day because celebrating one pound of muscle, like at the end of the year, it's not all exciting <laughs> to me. It's like, no, holy no, smokes, that, all yeah, right.
1: Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult when um, you look at things in, in you know those terms. But just to add to what you're saying in, um, in goal setting and looking to goals and looking to the day-to-day, I think kind of we all have, like right now, just to add, um, I'm kind of in the same boat where it's more, I know if I do X, Y, or Z, then this, this, and this will happen. And so it's looking away from the like, kind of short-term goals, whether it be a four to six week cut or a, you know, a bulk after, um, and it's, it's more in kind of the same broader terms, like, how am I like, so when I wake up, it's like a a systems check, right? Like, how am I feeling in that moment? And then how, how am I moving? So when I get out of bed, how am I moving? And then getting into my stretching routine that kind of just wakes my body up, and it's more, it, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I think till I die, it'll probably like maybe when I'm 70, after, 70 and after is when I'll just start drinking a ton of wine and tequila. and I just won't care because I've made it to then. But for now, I mean, I'll always have the physique goals and it'll always, um, you know, be in my mind it, it is I'm not just going to go off the rails eating, but with that, it's like, in what you're talking about, it's like, what can I do day to day? Like what's my base level that I, things I need to do to hit. And I know that I'm going to be solid and how can I build off of those things? And and checking in, it's like, okay, I'm experiencing some, some muscle tightness in my right bicep. Like, what do I need to do to address that? Or, um, you know, physique-wise, like, I just know that if I'm eating X amount of veggies in a day, I'm sleeping better, I'm feeling better, I'm having more energy through the day where, you know, it's like you said, it's hard to like constantly get up for, well, I'll, if I do X, Y, and Z at the end of the year, I'm going to gain one one pound of muscle, which is still a win. It yeah. is. But I like to think um to, to Spanish and, you know, I've been taking Spanish over two years now and I'm pretty fluent and it's it's kind of like muscle gain the point I'm at right now where it's my jumps happen very very like incrementally to where it's almost like they're unnoticeable but I just know it's just like working out if I just put in the work that when I look back at the end of the year I'm gonna be like oh if I pinpoint you know, May 5th of 2021 and it's January, 2022. Look how much I've grown. Look at the one pound of muscle <laughs> that I've gained.
0: Right. Yeah. So I know like, like looking at the whole year thing and the whole one pound of muscle, like I know like for a lot of guys, they may they kind of look at that and they're like, they're putting in the work each and every day. And I, is it some, I've heard from some clients, some some members, even of the Jack Dats 40 Club, like thinking, like, is it is it worth it? Like, why am I why am I doing this for just one pound of of muscle per month? Like, my body's hardly changing at all. It's hardly any visible, visibly noticeable to to anyone else that I've been putting in this work all this time. And to me, like, I think, like, that's if if you're focused just on on these big goals. And I think that's why a lot of people kind of get addicted to, to the challenge of cutting because it does, there's something, there's skin, there's skin in the game. I, again, like we've talked about in, in recent podcasts, there's, there's sacrifice to be made and they kind of thrive from that challenge. Um, but yeah, when there's no, no real set challenge in place and no real visible, noticeable changes that kind of get, they, they almost feel lost. Like, like, why am I doing this? And I think if, if you're always looking for big, massive changes, I think you're kind of missing out on the real beauty of this, this experience and, and the process. And, and just like, I do it, I do it for the, for the love of it. Like I'm always like every single workout that I'm participating in, like I'm trying to to get more of out of that training session, not necessarily rep wise, not necessarily adding more load on the bar. I am looking, especially lately, like I'm not even counting reps anymore. Half the time. I just, I almost want to get back to that nostalgic feeling that I had when, like when I was a kid, just loving the pump, just doing it for the freaking love of it. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to see that people need big goals to achieve. They need to see very noticeable changes in order to, to get excited and inspired when like the excitement really should be in the moment, in the process, doing like you're doing, like, we've done together with the, the cooking classes and stuff, like just, just having more fun, just exploring more and becoming more, I guess, in tune in the moment.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 agree with you 100%, but I think also to add to it to add to it is what you can choose to do is let's say coming out of coming out of a cut all right There's a lot of good to, to look for in the for most you know the improved energy, the better recovery, but you can match goals, right because maybe it isn't so much in the mirror, but maybe it is performance more performance based goals or, I mean, I I love what you said about just kind of training for training. Um, I had the luxury of, and I say luxury because the gym was not luxurious at all, but I had some of the best training sessions of my life when I was in Columbia a couple of years back in a open air gym where I think all the equipment was from ranging from 1930 to 1980 mismatched dumbbells. But I guarantee you like all of the men and women who worked out at this gym, who were there, what seemed like all day, or maybe I was there all day. I don't know. Um, they just, they, it's the difference between working out and training because they all trained. And it didn't matter if it was 90 degrees and sunny or 80, 100% humidity and raining. Like everyone was in there training and it was exactly what you were talking about. Like I don't know that anyone if anyone had a workout plan there, I would have been surprised, but they were some both men and women in there who could be physique athletes, like truly. And it was just like the environment just made you want to raise your game, just made you want to train that much harder. It didn't matter if the equipment was new or not. And it's having that mindset of just like, you're just going, you're feeling the moment you're feeling your body move and working and the rest just kind of didn't matter. And then another thing with goals is you, you can look when, when you know results aren't going to come immediately. One fun thing, one of my Spanish teachers we like to do is, when we first started together, she asked me a question, like, where do you see yourself in five years, Aaron? And she asks me it once a week. And I didn't realize it at the time, but after we'd been working together for a while, she then like kind of dropped it on me. The reason she asked me it once a week, it's not because she's super interested in where I'm gonna be in five years but it's because she says, when I'm frustrated, when I'm stuck, when I'm having a bad day, when I'm having an off day, like I have off days in the gym or off days in life. And we refer back to that question. She says, do you realize ever, do you realize how much your answer has changed and how much more you're using the language? Because when we first started, you gave me answers in this narrow range and every time I've asked you incrementally, slowly, you're adding, even if just another word, even using a word in a different way and a different way, like, you know, like a native and it's just steadily grown. So it's one way where I kind of, it's like matching a goal because how do I like, I'm not going to take Spanish tests. I'm not like I know what I know and I know how I'm interacting and all of that. But it's just one way that I I can see in days of frustration where I'm like, wow, I mean, look at how far I've come. And, you know, you can apply that to anything, whether it's a cut or outside, um, if you're starting a business or whatever you have going on.
0: So what are some of your goals now? You came out of a, a cutting phase what are some of the goals that you're, you're aiming to achieve
1: right now? Oh, that's a good question right now. Just, um, it's, it's kind of going back to non-measurable things. I'm looking to get my energy and recovery back a little bit more. I kind of realized how much stress I'd been under. Um, it's like, I think one of the rare times where, Training was probably more neutral than beneficial, but it wasn't harmful. Probably kept me from, um, you know, feeling stress more than I did, but then there was days where it probably added stress in my life. And so, um, at the end of the day, it was probably, um, a net zero game. Um, but right now it's, I'm just trying to get back to, we have um, travel coming up, a lot of travel coming up. So I'm just looking to kind of what you said. Um, if one day I hit a body work body weight workout, then I'm just looking to give it all to my body weight workout. And if one week I, only, I can't get to a gym, I'm just going to try to enjoy that and use the rest and looking to improve mobility. Um, Yeah. And then with nutrition, it's, it's kind of, I mean, we've touched on it a little bit. I'm not really in a position where it's just going to be intuitive. If one day I wake up not hungry and I don't feel like eating till noon I mean, just not eat till noon. And if I eat two meals in that day, I eat two meals. If I eat one meal in a day, I eat one meal. I'm just going to play it by ear. I'm not going to put so much pressure on that because it just doesn't make sense for me to try when I'm in a foreign country to, you know, kids are still in school or actually, I guess they'll be out for a little bit for a little bit, they'll still be in school and like try to go find a gym and do that whole thing five days a week. I just don't think that those are goals that don't align, right? This is pouring gasoline on a already lit fire. And so yeah, it's just maintenance. It's just maintenance and just enjoying training and enjoying recovering and enjoying the beach and whatever comes my way, whether that's yoga or Pilates or whether I'm doing body weight training or whether I find a gym and I do get in there five days a week.
0: Excellent. Love all of that. And I really kind of love that you brought up the doing things that will just pour more gasoline on the fire. And I see a lot of guys, especially when it comes to us men over 40 and setting goals, And especially during like a muscle building type phase, like no more cutting right at this moment. And they're like, well, I've gotta, they're very focused on progressive overload. I've gotta, I've gotta lift more weights. I gotta, I gotta hit more reps. And these are the best exercises out there to do. And they they've got these little nagging little niggles and injuries and stuff that they just continue to push through and punish and pour more gasoline on that fire till it gets out of control uh, rather than listening to their body and doing things. All right. In this moment, like you said, with your checkbox, all right. You wake up, how are you feeling? My Shoulders a little off right now. Um, it's chest day, chest and shoulders, like a push workout. Like I know flies are going to aggravate it, but it's in my plan today. I got to grind through it. It's just, it's learning to, again, like at this point in the game, when progress is so, Slow with muscle building, and if you can gain any strength at this point as well, if it's slow with that, it's the important thing is you should be feeling good (laughs) throughout the process, like doing things that make you feel your best, so you get the most out of it. Like I just, I see guys with elbow issues and knee issues, and they're just forcing themselves through it, and then they're hobbling out of them. Like, what's then? Like, what is the point (laughs) at that point? Like, why are you in here? training if it's like beating you down more and more like do other things find other exercises other modalities that can help you feel better
1: yeah um you know so i was in tampa this past weekend and there was i think i don't know if it was a bodybuilding show or just a conference or some you know what the event was Uh, i could never find out and i honestly didn't look too hard but there was some i mean some really jacked guys and females there and I mean several of the guys like I couldn't hold a a candle to but they were exactly like you saying they looked exhausted and they were hobbling around and it was like it was eye-opening to me because kind of touches on our last podcast and like, at what point does it not become worth it? Because you may hit this goal. You can set a goal, you can hit that goal, but it's always going to come at a cost and you've got to pay the cost. And, you know, I mean, I remember walking down, my son actually asked me like, you know, what was like, what was going on? Because this guy was like, look like he is about you know two fifty six percent body fat, but he looked like he was dying walking up these stairs, and I was like, ah, "How is that worth it?" Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it really comes down to yeah, like having our reasons why, having those powerful reasons why, and you hear it a lot in goal setting um, how important it is to have a reason why, and it's. It's that has evolved a lot for me over time for sure. Uh, and and right now it is like again, like when I say like my goal of like staying lean is to feel my freaking best. Yeah, part vanity is definitely tied into it. My confidence, sure. my confidence, my pride, um, all that's in there, but like energy, vitality, like just my I do, I want to be able to do everything I want in life to the best of my abilities. So if whatever I'm doing through the day with my training, with my nutrition, if it's having a negative impact on that, that's not a good thing. I brought it up in my, my last video too. Like, so muscle building, if I want to gain a pound a year and you hear some people say, well, don't worry about losing, don't worry about your abs, like lose your abs, eat big and you'll give yourself the best chance of gaining muscle. Well, I've gained the 20 pounds, I've gained the 30 pounds. I don't perform my best. I don't feel my best. It's got nothing to do with vanity, you tie vanity in there. That's a, a huge thing for sure. But like playing sports, like I don't move as well with 20 extra pounds on me oh. than I do right now. It's like, why, why would I do that? So like, is it is gaining that much weight in the effort to gain one pound of muscle worth it for me? if I'm feeling full and bloated all the time, if I'm not moving as good all the time, no, to me, it's not worth it.
1: No, no. I mean, I'm in the same boat and, you know, I think being smaller guys, maybe, maybe that's a commonality. I don't know um, because I'm not six two and, you know, can carry 200, 220 pounds. But once I start and it isn't, I've, I have the blood work to back it up. And I have, um, you know, some other metrics to go by speaking of metrics. <laughs> um, but I, once I start getting into the mid one sixties, I start to lose some athletic ability. I'm, uh, I'm just not the athlete I want to be. And So yes, I may have to carry less weight and less muscle in the kind of one mid one fifties to lower one sixties seems to be my sweet spot, but I mean, it isn't worth it. Even if I were, you were to tell me I was going to gain an extra pound and a half over the year, um, when daily, like my joints are hurting, And I'm just not, I actually, it's like very weird. It's like a a U curve where when I start to get to mid to upper one sixties, my strength actually decreases. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not stronger relatively pound for pound. And, and so, no, I mean, at, at that point, it's just, it's, it, it isn't worth it. I mean, there's other things I want to do, um, right. day to day.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely, man. So it's, it's almost like, yeah, for me, goal setting at this time, as I'm reflecting on all this is just, how can I get more enjoyment out of all of this overall experience, knowing that the things that bring more joy to this experience are going to help me become the best version of myself. It, it'll all take care of itself. I, if I'm doing all the things that make me feel great in the moment, chances are I'm going to gain the amount of muscle that I was meant to gain during that time or um, I, I gain the mobility that I was meant to gain at that time. It's just all these things are going to take care of ourselves. If I just focus on giving the best of myself to each and every moment and, and keeping the focus on having fun, because that's what, that's what keeps us in this for the long-term, how can I keep my training exciting, fun, um, without having like the need to hit performance goals all the freaking time and, and just, just enjoy the experience fully and completely. How can I enjoy my nutrition even more? How can I enjoy my, like for me, a, a part of it is like when, when I'm talking about mobility, why don't I do more mobility in my day? I don't get as much enjoyment out of it so why haven't i got why haven't i got more enjoyment what can i do to make that mobility session a better experience for myself maybe i've got to break it up to multiple sessions throughout the day um maybe i've gotta have a video of a cute woman (laughs) doing mobility drills along with whatever what's gonna bring more joy to this experience for me to get my mobility better um and maybe it's just the the timing. Maybe it's the time that I'm doing the mobility drills. I'm trying to rush through it to get on with the rest of the stuff that I want to do today. So what, yeah, how, yeah. what time of day can I do it where I can just block things out and dedicate it to the time and really fully appreciate the benefits that I'm going to experience from it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it is obviously there's there's just some things that we have to do in a day that we we have to do, and there's just no way around it, but it is. And, um, and setting goals is kind of another way of setting goals. And it's, it is a a bit more esoteric if you will. Um, But it's, I think we all know we can categorize the things we like to do, Versus the things we don't want to do, versus the things we need to do. And it's if you look at a Venn diagram, there's some overlap there, but it is doing more things, especially once you know you at any point in life. But you know, I've, I've found that like I don't want to do as much the things I want to do more of the things I want to do. And I can do those things versus do the things I don't have to do. And look how you can either drop those things off or automate those things. Like hire some, hire those things out. So somebody's going to do it quicker than me. It's going to save me time. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to find, have the time to do the things I want to do more. Um, And yeah, I mean, I'm 100% with the mobility stuff, like I'm a, I'm like happy. Some things are opening up. The weather's getting better because I'm, I don't, I don't want to watch a video and do mobility. I hate watching right. videos. Right. Um, when people send me videos, I think I open them one per if it's like a, From social media, I don't think I ever open it. And yes, I'm a grouch, but I don't (laughs) want to watch more more videos. And so I don't want to do mobility. Like I want to go into a class and do it with other people and be led that way. And I think that's one way of making it more fun is seeing if you can find somebody either to teach you or to do it with. Um, and in your case, if it's a female, it's even better, right? <laughs> you know.
0: That's right. Yeah, it's all about the experience mm. for sure. And it's yeah. everything. Everything should be an experience, an experience that enhances your, your life. That's solid points there for sure. Very cool, man. Awesome. It's uh, any other insights on, on goal setting that you want to share?
1: Uh, goal setting any other insights well i mean i'm not an expert in goal setting um but one thing that to refer back to david goggins it, you touched on it a little bit is to have a um a transition out of the goal in case things don't go how you're wanting them to and they rarely do or you don't hit your goal or you do hit your goal and then what (laughs) and it's so it's very hard very easy to look to the short term and even placing emphasis on the process but it is important to I have found to like understand not only the why, but what comes after? Like what what am I what am I looking? Okay, yeah, I want to start a meditation routine for 30 days and then what? Right. I hit 30 days and now what? I've reached nirvana. I <laughs> stop. It's kind of having a check-in point to say, again. I know that if I do this, like the benefits I'm experiencing, but it's looking for kind of outside, like non-tangible goals you can look to or, um, um, you know, check-ins with yourself. I'm moving better. I'm feeling better. My clothes are fitting better. I have more energy. Like I'm not as tight. I'm not as stressed. All of those things and coming up with a system to to gauge those things, um, knowing that again, it's not like cutting as you mentioned, where you know every two weeks I'm noticing changes in the mirror, and that's rewarding for me. So I think it's important to look what comes after.
0: A hundred percent, totally agree with you. See, seeing the big picture in mind, I think. Chief is sent, sounding the alarm that we need to uh, wrap up this podcast. <laughs> and that was a good way to do it. A good way to a good way to wrap it up because, yeah, it it really is the big seeing the big picture, having this goal, and knowing where this goal is going to lead to, what the next steps are going to be afterwards. Because this is it's a journey, man. Like the day we're not aiming for something is. I think the day that we're kind of falling backwards a bit, there's always ways to learn and grow. Uh, and I think that's really the beauty of this lifestyle and getting, getting to this point where, all right, like fat loss is no longer a, a driver or, or muscle building is like a small driver. We're looking at all these different aspects of our training to take it to the next level. Chief, you're, you're this, that's beautiful. It's like the exit music. At the end.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so or I want a real quick story to kind of, to kind of, um, add to this. All of this is, um, the pool, you know, at the hotel we were staying at, it's fairly long. And I, um, I was like, do you think there's another dad in there? He probably had 10 years on me, uh, probably upper forties, low fifties, still in decent shape. Um, and, I was, you know, with my kids and my wife and there, I was like, you think I can, you know, swim this pool and one, you know, without taking a breath and I'm not the best swimmer and anything, but I like to think I'm in good shape. And so, you know, I, you know, do my little routine and I try and I, I get about 90% of the way. And I guess I, you know, the guy next to me wanted to do the same and he again, 10 years, my senior more or less. And dude crushes it. And come to find out my wife is ribbing me. Oh, like, look at that. You know, (laughs) you couldn't even do it. And come to find out he was, he was a free diver. And so if I'm going to lose to anybody, a free diver was the person I want to lose to. And, (laughs) but he was talking about, um, you know, improving even at his age. And it's just like finding ways to improve where, I mean, I guess that's measurable if I can hold myself, my breath for two minutes, but it's always seeking out knowledge. And it just ties into everything we're saying. Like, yes, it may not be fat loss. Yes, muscle growth may come very, very slowly and looking to other areas and how to improve, but it's the still looking to improve part that's important. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, that's my story sticking count, to it. Count,
0: countless ways, countless ways to improve for sure. That's the the beauty of this experience. No doubt about it. Awesome. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing and hearing uh, the different goals that our fellow men over 40 have set for themselves right now. I'm sure a lot of people are in fat loss mode, but looking beyond that, I'd love to hear what's important. What drives people? Is it health? Is it, um, again, making the most out of life, living their life to the fullest, drop a comment down below, share goals with us. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, please do us a favor and smash that thumbs up button. If you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast, do me a favor, share it with them. And before we go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next podcast.